3: This morning, Freedom Day delay, Sydney to remain under lockdown conditions until November. Extended orders, Melbourne's additional week of lockdown to turn into a fortnight. Athlete anguish, outrage as returned Olympians face 28 days of quarantine after returning from Tokyo. And remembering a rock star, Barbie honouring Elvis Presley on the anniversary of his death.
0: This is Seven News with Jody Spears.
3: Good morning. Sydney could be in the grips of lockdown until November as the city's COVID outbreak spirals. 344 infections were recorded for Tuesday. Police will be given sweeping new powers to enforce restrictions as hundreds more Defence Force personnel are called in to help crack down on compliance. The Premier says harsh restrictions will remain for at least 11 more weeks until the vaccination rate is due to reach 70%.
2: That's when uh, the freedoms that we had before this outbreak are certainly going to be in place and where we can look forward to having a normal existence.
3: Approximately 46% of people over the age of 16 in New South Wales have had their first dose of the vaccine. The virus has spread from Sydney into more areas of regional New South Wales, triggering a lockdown for eight small communities. The towns of Bogan, Burke, Browarrina, Coonamble, Gilgandra, Narramine, Walgett and Warren must stay at home until next Thursday after a man from Walgett tested positive to COVID-19.
2: I'm currently concerned about our case numbers. Um, and my focus is on seeing those case numbers get as low as possible.
3: Meantime the infected Sydney man who sparked Byron Bay's lockdown has been charged for breaching public health orders. Just hours after announcing Melbourne's lockdown will be extended for a week, there are reports the Victorian Government could now make the order last 14 days. The state recorded 20 local infections for Tuesday, including three mystery cases. Premier Dan Andrews warned the state could find itself in the same situation as New South Wales if action wasn't taken.
1: We have added, in fact, to the number of mysteries we have uh, met and we have determined to accept the advice of the Chief Health Officer to extend uh, for a further period of seven days.
3: It comes as dozens of people were arrested at a small anti-lockdown protest in Melbourne overnight. The Queensland Government has launched a review into how six people were given ultra-low doses of the Pfizer vaccine. The bungle happened at a clinic in Kippering, north of Brisbane, on Saturday. One vial of Pfizer is usually diluted with saline to make up six doses. It's understood the vial was used to administer three correct doses before accidentally being watered down further and then injected into six patients. Queensland Health says there's no way to know which of the 66 patients received the ultra-low doses. Australia has reached another vaccine milestone. More than 14 million doses have been administered across the country, with 250,000 people rolling up their sleeves for a jab yesterday. New South Wales has put the most jabs in arms at 6.5 million doses. Victoria is sitting at 5.4 million. Queensland at 4.1 million. Western Australia, 2.1 million. South Australia, 1.4 million. There's confusion and disappointment among our Olympic athletes after the South Australian government imposed a further 14-day quarantine on athletes already quarantining in Sydney following the Olympic Games. The Australian Olympic Committee is furious at the decision, slamming it as cruel and uncaring. The fully vaccinated athletes must now stay at home until August 25th. The SA government says those rules are in place for any returning traveller from Sydney despite their quarantine history. A mission to free a whale trapped in shark nets off the Gold Coast will resume this morning. Rescuers failed to free the humpback before losing light. They've now fitted it with a satellite tracker, hoping to relocate the whale before it's too late.
4: Troubled waters off Snapper Rocks. A whale thrashes in the waves. Its tail tangled in a shark net. I felt a bit uh, uh, helpless. Dennis Owens was lying in bed when he heard the whale. I could hear the uh, the cries and the and The whaling is that a good word uh, from
2: something out in the ocean? So I rang, uh, yeah, I rang SeaWorld.
4: A couple of surfers paddled out to it. It was actually quite emotional because he was making some noise. Caroline Orley, who's a vet, checked the whale for injuries and tried to provide comfort. I kept just saying, um, yeah, SeaWorld's coming. When SeaWorld and fisheries crews arrived, it was hard to say who was struggling more. For hours and hours, they tried cutting the knots.
2: It's being pushed under the water and it it really struggles to get air. And it's the same fear of drowning that we have as humans. So it will try to get to, to the surface.
4: By late afternoon, the exhausted whale was still entangled in the same... Nets that failed to prevent a fatal shark attack at nearby Greenmount Beach last year. The Fisheries Department planned to run a trial replacing nets with drum lines this winter, as scientists recommended. But the minister scrapped the proposal, saying human lives are more important. Changes will not be made until effective alternatives suitable to Queensland conditions are identified and supported by the science. Until then, scenes like these.
5: It's very distressing, really, isn't it?
4: Will unfortunately and undoubtedly continue. On the Gold Coast, demander of eight, Seven News.
3: A man who was pictured making contact with a horse during Sydney's anti-lockdown protests has insisted he was protecting himself. A lawyer representing Christian Polkownik represented a character reference in court which painted him as a caring animal lover.
2: I'd rather everyone look at the CCTV than just go off one photo right? because people know that one photo doesn't tell the full picture.
3: He's been granted bail and will return to court next month. It comes as another alleged protester was charged, accused of throwing horse manure and a pot plant at a female mounted officer. He's the afterpay boss whose recent payday was worth billions and he now says there are tech opportunities for everyone. Anthony Ison has joined a new group of industry giants determined to turn Australia into a technology powerhouse.
5: It's launch day for the Tech Council of Australia and Chief Executive Kate Pounder is meeting with the future of our technology industry.
3: We believe Australia can be a tech powerhouse and we want to make sure that opportunity is available to all Australians.
5: A new report claims that during the pandemic, the industry created 65,000 jobs, second only to retail. And last year was the third biggest contributor to the economy. The council's board is backed by heavyweights like Google, Atlassian, Canva and Airtasker. And Afterpay co-founder Anthony Eisen, fresh from selling the company for $39 billion, the biggest deal in Australian history.
2: We're so excited and most of all feel privileged for the opportunity which came about from being Australian and, 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 and having a go.
5: There are already more software and app programmers in Australia than plumbers, hairdressers and high school teachers. But the industry is keen to grow quickly with a goal of hitting one million tech workers by 2025. Mr Eisen sees opportunities for all. You don't have to be a a
2: coding whiz to work in tech. Um, You know, both Nick and myself didn't come from a tech background.
5: Including at Afterpay.
2: We can invest further in Australia and grow substantially more here. That's firmly in our mind in terms of next steps.
3: Gemma Acton, Seven News. A Queensland couple has started a unique, purely organic mowing service. They're hiring out their herd of goats to clear weeds from local properties and can't keep up with demand. As simple ideas go,
2: this could be the greatest of all time. They might look like ordinary goats, but this tribe is on the job, hired as organic mowers, and they're fully booked. So it's like just a really, really sustainable and eco-friendly way of farming and clearing land, like people don't have to use herbicides. The kids munch on the weeds on the ground, while the bigger billies and nannies attack low-lying branches. They don't take breaks, seldom complain or get gruff and are much quieter than a mower. Michael McConnell and Alison Gleeson had their lightbulb moment when Michael was driving to work and heard a noise in the trailer. So he pulled over on the side of the road and looked in and our little salt was in the back eating the green waste. So now 17 goats are a specialist extension to the mowing business. When it's steep or rugged, they don't kid around.
1: So, if you can't get machinery in there, it's too hard for the boys with whip snippers and stuff. The goats are happy to go down there.
2: So, the goats basically take away the bad stuff and put the good stuff back in. And the reward for eating all those leaves and weeds? What every goat loves more leaves, more weeds. Georgia Terry, 7 News.
3: A row is heating up over solar power after the national regulator allowed energy networks to charge households with rooftop solar panels for sending electricity back into the grid. The Australian Energy Market Commission says excess solar power congests the grid in the middle of the day, but critics say the claims of bottlenecks are overstated. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is currently trading higher. The Nasdaq is down. In London, the FTSE added and Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed higher. Hong Kong's Hang Seng rose. The All Lords finished higher, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at US$1,754 US an ounce. Oil is US$69 US a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 73.78 US cents, 81 Japanese yen and a dollar for New Zealand. The US government has scored a major win in its bid to extradite WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange from the UK. In January, a London court ruled Assange should not be sent to the US because he was at real risk of suicide. A judge has now ruled the US government can be given more ground to appeal against that decision. US prosecutors want to put Assange on trial for allegedly hacking and disclosing classified information. A full appeal will be held in the High Court in October. A British man has been arrested in Germany accused of spying for Russia. The 57-year-old man, known only as David S, worked at the British Embassy in Berlin. He was taken into custody for allegedly passing documents to Russian intelligence in exchange for money. The arrest came after a lengthy operation by MI5 and British police with German officials. The Taliban has tightened its grip on Afghanistan, seizing control of two-thirds of the country as the U.S. prepares its final troop withdrawal. Let's go live to U.S. correspondent David Woywood now. Good morning, David. U.S. officials fear the capital could fall within months.
1: Good morning, Jody. Yes, it is now feared that the Afghan capital could fall to Taliban forces within 90 days, with some security forces actually predicting that uh, Kabul could be isolated within 30 days. Look, the Taliban now controls more than 60% of the country, with another province falling just overnight. It is a major security blow for the United States, which has spent $1 trillion over 20 years and lost thousands of troops in its war in Afghanistan. America will complete the withdrawal of forces uh, later this month, ahead of its initial September 11 deadline. Still, though, the White House maintains that Afghan national forces have the resources to fight back against insurgents.
2: Ultimately, the Afghan National Security Defence Forces have the equipment, numbers and training to fight back. Uh, They have what they need. Uh, What they need to determine is if they have the political will to fight back and if they have the ability to unite as uh, as leaders to fight back.
1: Yes, America very quickly losing control here with foreign countries now trying to evacuate staff with that lingering threat of attacks now in diplomatic quarters, Jodie.
3: Okay, David, thank you. This week's fixture has been finalised as the AFL continues to navigate its way through lockdowns and restrictions. Round 22 kicks off tomorrow night with GWS and Richmond at Marvel Stadium. Tasmania will host the Hawks and Bulldogs on Saturday afternoon. And with borders closed between Queensland and Victoria, the venues for Brisbane versus Collingwood on Saturday and Essendon versus Gold Coast on Sunday are yet to be confirmed. The Storm and Raiders will open this week's round when they do battle on the Sunshine Coast tonight. Roosters coach Trent Robinson has revealed they're interested in bringing back off-contract Knight Connor Watson and have had discussions with the 25-year-old. It's understood Newcastle have offered Watson a three-year deal, but he is exploring his options. Our Aussie surfers are making a splash at the Corona Open in Mexico. Rookie and world number four Morgan Sibylik is through to the round of 16. He joins Queenslander Ethan Ewing, who dominated South African Matt McGilvray. After crumbling at Surf Ranch and the Olympics, current world number one Gabriel Medina found form to also progress to the next round. Lionel Messi has spoken for the first time since his move to Paris Saint-Germain on a two-year contract worth $110 million. The superstar says he hopes to keep growing and winning titles and his sights are on the Champions League.
1: I come to help, to give the maximum. I come with great enthusiasm, with more desire than ever. Many times I said it, my goal and my dream is to win the Champions League again. And I think this is the ideal place to have more opportunities to achieve that.
3: Fans were quick to get their hands on the new Messi merchandise. His number 30 jersey selling out in a record time of just 20 minutes. Prince Andrew has paid a visit to the Queen after being hit with that sexual assault lawsuit. He's being sued by Jeffrey Epstein victim Virginia Dufry, who claims she was forced to have sex with the Prince three times while she was underage. After news of the case emerged, Prince Andrew reportedly had dinner with the Queen at Balmoral Castle, where she's staying during the summer. Because it's a civil suit, the Duke of York won't face extradition to the US, but it could cost him millions of dollars if he loses. The iconic Barbie doll has had a very rock and roll makeover with toy maker Mattel unveiling her new look. The Elvis Presley Barbie features the famous female doll dressed in a replica Elvis American Eagle jumpsuit. A red scarf, white boots and a ponytail complete the look. The doll's been released for Elvis week, marking the anniversary of Presley's death. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a broad belt of high pressure will drive moist onshore winds into eastern Queensland, northeastern New South Wales, and southwestern WA. Brisk westerly winds in the south will bring showers into Tasmania, southern Victoria, and southern South Australia. The high will keep elsewhere settled with a chilly morning in the southern interior. Around the capitals today, mostly sunny in Brisbane, heading for a top of 25 degrees, partly cloudy and 21 in Sydney, a possible, sh- a possible shower early in Canberra, heading for 15 degrees, partly cloudy, 16 in Melbourne, an early shower or two in Hobart, 13 the top, a shower or two and 16 degrees in Adelaide, a possible shower 18 in Perth, and sunny and 35 degrees in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Thursday, the 12th of August,
0: 2021. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.